0: hello um to my podcast it's Emily, and i'm all by myself tonight because of coronavirus it's raining outside i think you can hear it i feel like it's pretty loud but i don't know if the microphone will pick it up and i can hear my younger sister on the other side of the wall talking different i don't know if you can hear that i don't think so but i mean sometimes she shouts so maybe if you hear something weird that's probably her but even though my family's home and i think i think uh, they can hear me or i just i feel like they can hear me i'm gonna try not to be weird even though it's me and it's hard for me not to be awkward but yeah i'm just i'm just gonna into the documentary um, yeah so I watched the women in prison documentary and I've written down uh, five points and it was the most important points of the film but I mean my first point may not be the most important one but I feel like it's one of the more interesting points so I did it anyway (laughs) but yeah it's about how female prisoners form families and not gangs like men do and i think that's so interesting that there's difference in that way between men and female inmates Uh, and i think it's it's just so stereotypical gender behavior where the female families um, they say that they guide each other and they, uh, the mother of the family, um, she is the one who guides her children uh, and shows them how to behave around other inmates and what to say and how to interact with them in order not to get into fights and stay out of trouble and in general just be safe in the prison. Whereas... Uh, the gangs They, I feel like that's much more violent Because they get into fights with each other And they they start wars with each other And it's both in the prison and uh, outside of prison of course In the gangs But it's the same general idea of stay, staying safe in prison But I feel like families are much more nurturing And... Yeah, and that's just, you know, a female, uh, gender-specific uh, trait. Whereas fighting and getting into wars with each other and stuff like that is much more um, male behavior. So I thought that was interesting. And also because uh, I've watched uh, the show on Netflix, Orange is New Black, which is about female uh, a female prison and how um yeah life for female prisoners is Uh, and and the protagonist the in the orange new black she is very quickly adopted (laughs) if you can say that into a family and i never thought about that That was an actual thing in uh female prisons that yeah uh, that families that they f- they actually form families, and it's not just a thing that happened in that show, and now I think that it's something that's normal or maybe just more normal than I thought it was that female inmates they make. they create families in prison to protect themselves and to have people to talk to and surround themselves with yeah that's the first point the second point is about the pregnant women in prison Uh, it's just you know a lot it's i wrote that down because a lot of the documentary first of all focuses on This pregnant girl, and uh, how it it is for a pregnant uh, woman in prison, and it shows uh, her right after she she has given birth to a child, or not, right after, two days after the day that she has to give her up, and this sad music in the background, and it's just, it just makes me, so sad for her and so sorry for her and yeah and at the same time um, I mean of course she should be in prison and she should get punished for the things she's done and all of that but she has to give up a child and she can't it's just it pulls me in both directions, but you can't just walk free. I don't know what she's done, of course, but but I just, it it doesn't seem fair in in some ways and in other ways it wouldn't seem fair not to put her in prison. Um, but I feel like there's a middle ground. I feel like I'm not making sense right now, but. Um, what I mean is that on one hand I think that it's unfair that she's uh, not treated differently than the inmates who aren't pregnant and that she should get um, like special treatment because she's pregnant and because she's having a baby and uh, she doesn't get that and on the other hand <laughs> I think that she should get punished for the crimes that she's committed and I think that yeah that she just that she can't walk free just because she has a child now um, yeah so it pulls me in both directions I think mostly I just I want a middle ground. She's uh, explaining how other inmates, they, uh, still get into fights with pregnant women, and they say that, um, your face isn't pregnant or something like that, and I feel like, uh, the prison should do something to prevent that from happening because. They are carrying a child and they have to not only protect themselves but protect an innocent uh, little baby who hasn't done anything and doesn't have anything to do with their mother's crime and they still end up getting punished for it. So I think something should be done instead of just treating them as if... uh, they aren't pregnant yeah and my third point is about how some female prisoners get institutionalized and i don't mean that men doesn't get institutionalized we watch that in a couple of uh, other movies and uh, documentaries i think also Uh maybe more into movies and in documentaries, they were more about gangs and how it feels to be in prison, but institutional. but institutionalisation is a very difficult word to say, but I'm trying. And uh, is a very serious and very just horrible phenomenon, and I think it's important to talk about because something should really be done about it. Uh, pre- it's the opposite of what I think prisons should, should um, end, end up in the- It's the opposite of what I think uh, the intention behind Sending people to prison is, I think, the idea of going to prison and or sending people to prison is to, uh, um, rehabilitate them as. Um, we've heard a lot of times before. It isn't meant to, just, emphasize, and. Uh, criminal behavior and get people to get worse or do worse outside of prison and inside of prison but in some cases it does and I think in not just some cases but in a lot of cases it does and and that's a big problem it's it costs money and it costs Lives and freedom, and it should be. There should be something done about it. Um. The. Um. Uh, female, who talks about it, it uh, is. It uh, is. Is being, uh, freed in. Just a few weeks, we see her talk to one of the uh, staff members of the prison who is trying to make sure that she's not gonna do anything stupid again because if she did she would get life in prison instead of just another sentence and she talks about how difficult it is for her to find a job and um, how that eventually gets her to do criminal behavior, so it's a bad circle of, uh, it starts out with her doing um, criminal activities that lands in prison and uh, that gets on her criminal record and then when she gets out of prison nobody will hire her and she can't find a job or somewhere to work. And then she slides back into criminal activities because she hasn't she can't do anything else to uh, earn money and provide for herself or maybe even a family for some people it's her family um, and then when she gets caught she ends up in prison again and then it's just starts over and i think that's very important to talk about because nothing has been done about it. A lot of people still get institutionalized and gets used to prison and feels like prison is their home. It also happens in Orange is New Black with one of the most beloved characters. In the earlier seasons, she gets out of prison and then she struggles to to have a good life and then she does something illegal so she can get back to prison where her friends are and where she gets to eat sorry she gets to eat three times a day and she has a bed to sleep in and where she has a roll and a purpose in prison, um, which the female uh, inmate from the documentary also talks about, that she feels more loved and more safe and more appreciated in prison than she would do outside where she's just another, or just a criminal out on the streets. Um, the fourth point is about how narcotics or drugs is a big part of the prison um, we see drugs in they talk about drugs in different ways That's both the um, thing about how drug dealers are easy to spot because they are rich so they have um jewelry and then there's the uh it's only mentioned briefly but that inmates they can get violent uh because of drugs and then the last thing which is uh is the one who is showcased the most is the punishment for being involved in in uh, drug activities is really really hard. We see one of the drug dealers, um, who has a spoon, <laughs> and it's just a spoon that they gather from her in her locker, and they uh, test that spoon for narcotics, and it comes back positive, and she says that it's um. I think she claims that it's not her. She says that she's not guilty in the charges when when they punish her and uh, says that um the guards should have um uh, done their job probably Pro- probably the guards should have done their job probably. Probably not probably, probably. Yeah, uh, and that, um, she didn't lock her locker, so it wasn't her spoon. I think that she is trying to say with that. And, anyways, she ends up getting charged guilty, and the punishment is uh, a whole month without uh, interactions with. Oh sorry I'm I'm tired Interactions with uh, The other inmates uh, And there was something else too I think she couldn't go To the yard for like A while too But yeah uh, And they said The voiceover said that she had Got life in prison So it was the only thing Keeping her somewhat sane in prison uh, and the only activities that could really take her mind off of being imprisoned. It didn't say that exactly but it was implied. Yeah, Uh, The fifth point is about how some female inmates they uh, are so violent that they have to be segregated from the other inmates prisoners in yeah in prison (laughs) yeah (sighs) sorry Uh, a lot of the documentary focused on that and especially one of the women who talked about how angry uh, she and the other inmates were uh, deemed violent, uh, they were, and that was why they behaved the way they did, and they uh, said that um, even though they were segregated, they still could assault the officers who brought them food and stuff uh, by throwing... That stuff, but you know, uh, pee and poop <laughs> at the offices when they open up to get their trash and um used plastic trays and stuff, and just that small hole and that only interaction with other people just that they could in assault an officer and I it's just mind boggling that they have that opportunity and then they and not just one pe- person but a lot of people actually do that. It's crazy. Um yeah. And the woman who was uh focused on in in that part of the documentary She had hit another inmate with a lock that she had put into a sock and then swung at her. Crazy. Crazy. I just... it's, It's crazy. That could have killed her. It could actually have killed her. It's... Yeah. Wild. And she was completely... Completely isolated. They showed how she was in a very small, they call it a yard. But it was just a square of dirt and two uh, brick walls and then fence. And her all by herself. Nothing to do. Nothing to... No one to talk to. Nothing to interact with. Uh, like a, a football or anything, it was just her and she could walk around around in circle and s- circles and that was it Yeah, and slowly she Gained back some privileges, but When she finally got a roommate they didn't get along they were both violent and she ended up moving out anyway and Uh, when she got privileges to go into the yard with three other people five days and then she got into a fight yeah and she talked about that she felt alone and that she wanted someone to talk to and that she wanted to hug her best friend and she actually seemed (laughs) she actually seemed human for like three seconds and then she It's just crazy, and I... yeah. Yeah, I I don't know what else to say, it's just mind-blowing that you can act like that, and... And... (sighs) Yeah. I don't know what else to say, it's just mind-blowing to me. So yeah, I just... I think I'm gonna end this there, and... Thank you for listening, and now I've used up way too much of your time, but hope you enjoyed my little, uh, yeah, rant kind of in some ways my rambling and crazy thoughts and everything. And see you soon. Hopefully, I can do this with some other people next time so it doesn't seem this awkward especially right now i feel like i'm very awkward and i should just shut up so i will go now bye